Greetings and welcome to the Prometheus Project Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Bist. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of creativity. For this week's episode, I'm going to do something a little bit different. We're going to go with the Halloween theme. Do something a little scarier. I'm going to read you one of my short stories. It's a story I wrote probably hmm, 15 years ago, maybe. And uh, it got published in a couple of anthologies. Uh, originally, it was published in Femfangs, which was a print anthology. Uh, I don't know if it's still available. Uh, a couple years later, though, it got picked up by another anthology called Revamped, which I believe you can still find copies of. It was an ebook. Uh, so if you're interested in reading this story and some others like it, look for Revamped. Uh, the story I'm going to read today, though, is called Consumed, and it's a vampire story. I hope you enjoy it. She sat in the dark and waited, watching the man who lay in her bed. It had been almost an hour since he had finished his glass of wine, the one she had laced, and now the spell was beginning to take effect. His breathing had slowed dramatically, becoming labored. The rise and fall of his chest was erratic. Soon, it would cease altogether. A small smile curled her lips as she remembered their lovemaking. He would make a fine addition to her entourage. The clock on the nightstand showed that it was almost three in the morning. The others would be getting restless, and she would need to tend to them soon, but not yet. She always enjoyed watching the process claim a new lover. It made her feel so powerful. Men were her toys, her playthings, her sustenance. She was in control. She rose and walked to the dresser. The reflection in the mirror showed the bedroom behind her, but she was absent. It was a pity. The blood she regularly drank kept her looking youthful, vibrant, far from her actual age. Looking down, she was proud to see that her skin was smooth and her body had the curves to make any man turn and stare. She ran her fingers down her neck in the open V of her nightgown gently caressing her breasts. A tingle ran through her body, and she giggled. It seemed that her appetites were not yet sated. Maybe she would have to bring up one of the others to tend to her needs. Her attention was then diverted by the sound of a slight cough, then the long, slow exhalation of breath. Her young lover had expired, which meant it was time to complete the ritual. She removed a small pouch from a drawer in the nightstand and sat on the edge of the bed. After lighting a single candle, she dripped some of the wax onto the dead man's chest and sprinkled a pinch of the white powder onto the cooling flesh of his forehead. She then placed her right hand over his heart and her left hand on his face. Closing her eyes, she began to speak the words she had been taught. Vos es mas masipium, vos es mas diligo. Vestre animas est me. She could feel the power in the air, like static electricity, making the small, fine hairs on her skin stand up on end. No matter how many times she performed this ceremony, it never failed to excite her. The heat grew between her legs, and the fabric of her gown rubbed deliciously against her nipples. Vestre croror mos sustenio mihi. The air in the room was becoming thick and humid as a white noise roared in her ears. Sweat was running down her neck and chest, soaking the thin material of her gown. The incantation was almost complete, and the final words rushed from her mouth. Iam vos mos sustacio, iam vos es me eternas. 
Beneath her hand, she could feel the dead man's heart begin to beat. After a few moments, he took a deep breath and his eyes opened. But they were not the same eyes that she had gazed into a few hours ago. The heat of passion was gone. What remained was detached, cold, like the gaze of a fish at the market. He sat up and looked around. What? What happened? Where am I? His eyes fell on the half-naked woman sitting beside him. Who are you? Oh, how soon they forget. My name is Maria, and you are in my bedroom. As to what has happened, she shrugged. Let's just say you had an out-of-body experience. The young man rubbed his eyes and asked, Who am I? Your name is Zack, Maria replied, brushing the damp brown hair back from his forehead. He looked at her again. Maria could tell that none of this was making sense to him, but that wasn't unusual. She had performed this ritual over two dozen times, and those that came back were always bewildered at first. They learned to accept their condition after a while, usually after their sex drive kicked in. Looking down, she could see twitching under the sheet that still covered his waist. The drive seemed to be stronger in him than most. It usually took several hours before the arousal took effect, but she wasn't about to complain. She was feeling the effect of the ritual herself and had no problem with breaking Zack in early. Pushing him back onto the bed, she pulled the sheet back and straddled him, rubbing herself against him. Zack responded immediately, swelling hard beneath her. The emptiness had suddenly disappeared from his eyes, to be replaced by hunger. The incantation had worked well on him. Maria was pleased to have another lover to add to her stable. She sighed as he entered her. Later, Maria waited until Zack was asleep. Then she rose and left the bedroom, heading downstairs to tend to the rest of her lovers. They needed daily care to slow the process of decay. It was one of the drawbacks to the ritual. It would bring them back with accelerated sex drives, but it did nothing to halt the natural process of decomposition. She had already lost six lovers to rot, but it was no matter. They were easily replaced, and the ones that were beyond her help became food for the others. She stopped in the kitchen to retrieve the remains of Connor from the coffin-like freezer, hoisting the body parts of the recently deceased onto a steel cart. As she neared the door that held her lovers, she could hear their moans and complaints. Move away from the door, you bastards, she yelled, then unlocked the latch and wheeled the cart into the dimly lit room. The faint, cheesy smell of decay filled her nostrils, but she was used to it. In a way, it excited her. The association of death and sex were one within her. Her eight current lovers stood at the edge of the shadows, heads bowed in respect for their mistress although she could see the saliva dripping from their chins. After depositing their dinner in the middle of the room, Maria stepped back to watch them feast. The men rushed forward as one, diving into the remains of their deceased companion like piranha. Maria leaned back against the wall with a slight smile on her crimson lips. She enjoyed watching them eat, and again she could feel the passion rising as the smell of blood filled the room. It was odd for her to be so aroused, especially after having laid with Zack twice earlier. She began to massage herself while watching the dark banquet across the room. The heat in her belly was almost unbearable and her fingers worked hard, caressing, exploring. Suddenly, she felt a second set of hands on her, cupping her breasts and pinching her already erect nipples. She opened her eyes to see that Zack had awoken and found his way to this chamber. 
The heat of passion was again in his eyes, and as he drew near, she could feel him hot and swollen against her belly. She was then distracted by movement across the room. The others had noticed the new arrival, and the scent of Maria's passion had filled their nostrils. One by one, they rose, leaving their meal to join their mistress. Maria saw them coming, and the sight of so much erect flesh made her groan in anticipation. Her arousal was so great that she could barely stand, but there were many arms there to support her. She let herself go limp as nine pairs of hands lifted her up and carried her to the now empty cart. The cold steel raised chill bumps across her flesh. She was surrounded by her lovers, the dark light burning like coals in their eyes, their hands exploring her body. A scream of ecstasy erupted from her lips and she spread herself open. She had never felt such burning, and somewhere in the back of her mind she remembered a warning that had been whispered to her in a dark graveyard years ago. A small spark of fear ignited in her chest, but it was quickly consumed by her arousal, and it was quickly forgotten. Mouths were on her now, cold lips and tongues against her warm flesh, teeth gently nipping at her neck, her breasts between her legs. She cried out again as her orgasm washed over her. Then she cried out again, in pain. The teeth were no longer gentle. They were biting, ripping. The hand still held her tight, and looking up she saw that the feast had begun anew. Her lover's faces were dripping with her blood, and she could see their mouths moving as they chewed. Maria screamed again and again, trying to struggle, but her strength was waning as her blood flowed from her veins. The light soon faded from her eyes, and in the darkness of that cold room, she was consumed by her own desire. I hope you enjoyed the story. Put you in the mood for the uh, Halloween season. As always, feel free to reach out to me at my website, richardbiss.com, or you can catch me on Twitter. I'd love to hear from you. Have a happy Halloween.